Welcome to Awesome Life. Love you and I cause I love you so much. Oh, 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 I just love you. I just like help, help. I just like help. I just like you too. I just like you. I, 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 I just love you. Happy New Year! I love you. Say goodbye. You're going to school, and that's okay. Yum 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 yum. I just love you. Well, good afternoon, everyone. <clears throat> My name is Bob Oakley. And I'm your host today on the uh, Hope Talk radio show, which is sponsored by Optimize My Life and any, uh, any, any other uh, donations that people give. Um, we, were, we were a not-for-profit corporation, and uh, the radio show is just a part of our uh, Hope Collection, which is a uh, corporation. It's registered as a 501c3. Uh, by the federal government, and it's uh, it was started by Dr. Joel Griffing, and Dr. Griffing was a uh, mathematician, and he was a uh, a very intelligent man, and he was a servant leader to uh, help people um, by helping them to help other people, and that was his uh, his philosophy was was uh, helping people. And he always said, the more people we help, the more it comes back to us. And that's true through the cycle of appreciation. And uh, so I see that happening every day in my uh, working with, with people. And uh, I am a certified life coach. Our show today is, um, is about um, talking about uh, the, uh, the traditions that we have in our families and uh, how those traditions are, and, and relationships that we develop in our family can, can go across many generations. And uh, so I'll be talking about some of that with, uh, regarding my family. Um, I have a friend of mine who's uh, going to be a guest today. I've invited him. Uh, his name is uh, Gary. Is that you, Gary, on the line? Good afternoon, Bob. Uh, yeah. Did you look out your window? Did I look out my window? Yeah, Canadian smoke covering the entire valley. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, that's... Well, good um, morning. It's hit a lot of the northern the northern uh, states in the United States. Um, yeah, there's a lot of I smoke reading, out there, yeah. 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 I was reading, I was reading this morning about that, uh, places like Detroit and Chicago and, and places like that are, are getting hit really hard. And, um, well, top, with that, with that. top of the day, top of the day to you, Bob. I'm sorry, what Gary? I said top of the day to you, Bob. Well, top of the day to you also, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, we uh, we're going to meet later on after the show, right? Around one thirty. Yes, affirmative. Okay, yes. that's that, that's good, and uh, <clears throat> we'll have coffee and talk some more 
uh, about yep. some uh, some options that might be available for you. And uh, all right. <clears throat> This particular show um, is uh, is covered by um, Generations United, and it's um, it's an organization that honors family traditions and relationships. And so we're gonna we're gonna talk about some of that, <clears throat> and some of our personal experiences in that. And so uh, <clears throat> I uh, I do want to mention <clears throat> first of all that. Um, this um, program was started uh, many years ago. I think it's more than 15 years right now. Could be even 20. But um, by a very dear friend of mine, Dr. Joel Griffin, he, in, he invited a bunch of us to um, um, to a meeting in upstate New York off of Lake Geneva, uh, Geneva, New York, uh, at the Onondaga Lake, I think it is, up there, and uh, one of the Finger Lakes. But anyway, um, <clears throat> we talked about um, adding the uh, the talk radio show to to the Hope Collection, and um, it was um, at first I had a, a little bit of a uh, apprehension and negativity about joining it uh, because I thought it might take away from some of the other other things that we were trying to accomplish. Well, I was wrong, and uh, I was. I decided that uh, it was a good thing to be doing, and so we we all agreed, and we pitched in, and we decided to um, to start it up. And uh, the whole purpose of the of the radio show is to pass information on to other people, and to give them an opportunity um, to improve their lifestyle, either they're individually or as a family. And so we. Uh, we developed the radio show at that point, and um, it was um, it, it turned out, as far as I'm concerned, to be a, a great addition to the Hope Collection because we can we can use this platform to uh, <clears throat> to uh, give people information um, and and reach a, a lot of people all at once. And uh, so that was what that was why uh, uh, Joel Griffin, he was not the first one that had this idea. By the way, um, um, there was a a, a man that uh, he was a, a leader in this uh, in this effort, and his name was Burl Walk. And uh, <clears throat> Burl started his own radio show many years before that, and he had uh, many many people coming on to his show every day, and so. Uh, <clears throat> With all the programs we have now from uh, from the radio show and the uh, and the uh, uh, podcasts and so forth that have broken off from that, um, we have over 200 people a day uh, tuning in to uh, to this program, and um, I, I attribute a lot of that to uh, to our friend Mary Mary Stanley, who's uh, been uh, involved in the program and she's now a, she's now a board member of the Hope Collection and so we um, she is very very she's a mover and a shaker <laughs> she's not on yet so I can I can talk about her but anyway um, she um, she has helped us in many ways to uh, to expand the program and to move into other communication areas like podcasts and uh, 
uh, YouTube and other things like that, and, and the social networks. And, and so uh, she is, um, she's done a lot to help us, and we appreciate her. And, and that's part of the cycle of appreciation is uh, showing our appreciation to her. You know, a lot of this um, work that we do, in fact, most of the work that we do is done free. Uh, and we, uh, we, don't, we don't charge people for our services. And I'm a certified life coach, and I don't charge people for that. Um, and I, uh, uh, I got that through the, through the whole collection. Uh, we had a program. Uh, it's not up yet because we're rebuilding the sites right now, but it's going to be up shortly. Um, and uh, we'll be able to offer that program to people also, um, uh, certified life coaching and, uh, and other, other things, many other uh, things in, uh, that people can get certified in and, uh, and thousands of different programs that they can get certified in. So anyway, um, what's on your mind today, Gary? you have anything that you, uh, you want to talk to us about? Absolutely. Uh, first of all, how many people we got in the room here? Because I can't see anything up on the computer here. We have um, right now three guests. Okay. Excellent. And that, that, doesn't, that doesn't mean everybody that's listening because we have access to the Internet uh, in right. over 70, con- 70 countries. So uh, the people that have dialed in. Okay. So I, I, I guess – your format is with respect to family tradition. I guess that's yeah. I guess that's yeah, for the core. Well, yeah, and I and I know you you I know you have a lot of that. So um, why don't you give yeah. us some uh, some ideas? All right, some Ladies examples, and gentlemen. My name is my name is Gary Geiger. I live in Hackettstown, New Jersey. I'm not far from Bob. I mean, uh, we've gone to the same church, uh, St. Joe's for. For years right there and uh, I took care seven years ago I undertook a task taking care of my dad and my mom um, as a caregiver as I didn't want to put them in a nursing home um, it was a tough a long tedious battle it really was uh, not easy dad passed away at 105 mom passed away only June the 5th at 98 and uh, wow. I don't regret a day I don't regret one day I'll be honest with you they taught me a lot uh, from when I was a child, and I do believe that's where Bob is going with this because it also affects our values in the workplace. It affects our values uh, in our families. It affects our values just in our everyday lives. And with all due respect, honestly, um, I think society has walked away from those core values, and we need to kind of get back to that again because, um, you know, everybody's kind of like, um, I mean, I can't point figures, I'll be honest with you, because with all due respect, I mean, you've got a lot of great people out there. And a lot of people have just shut themselves off from other folks out there. But I, I'll reflect back to, like, my own family. Um, I'm of Italian heritage. My father's family was from Sicily, and my mom's family was from Naples. And they had a hard time. Dad was born in 1917. Mom was born in 1924. Uh, they came up to a hard time in life of the um, of the Depression era. And uh, Dad eventually wound up, uh, you know, going into World War II. Uh, he went in actually one year before the Normandy invasion. He prepped for one year there. I don't want to bore you with that whole story because that's a long one there. But um, 
he drove concrete in New York City for 39 years. And he did the wow. first Twin Towers. He, yeah, he did the first Twin Towers, the foundations there in 1970. Um, you know, uh, Twin Tower, the, the first one and the second buildings right there. And just about every major construction there is in New York City, from Columbia Presbyterian, the major highways, from the Cross Bronx to, um, oh, goodness, the uh, Bruckner Expressways, uh, the, the bridges, uh, Whitestones. Oh, I, mean, I could go on and on with the story of, of his life. But the reason I say that, as growing up as a child, Dad instilled a lot of core values inside of me, okay? And the main core value was about respect and respect for the family, uh, respect for my fellow neighbors, and respect for my work, you know, and work, what I do in life. And, you know, uh, if I was married, my spouse at the time, but unfortunately that didn't work out too good. But (laughs) uh, what I'm saying here is that um, that's what we need to concentrate on, even in church, because um, I, I notice folks in church are walking away from each other, and they're not, they're not embracing one another. Um, it's always good to take that five minutes down to listen to what someone has to say. You don't know that five minutes could change that person's life for the good. Yep. And that's what I'm saying. And I'm trying to embrace more of dad's values because – Amazing, at 105 years old, without dementia or anything at all, he had so much wisdom and so much smarts about things. And mind you, the man is from 100 years ago, and I can't imagine the things that he's seen in his eyes that I didn't see. And I look at this and say to myself, well, you know, how did he make it right? I mean, think about it, 105 years old. I mean, how did this man make it right? He did. And and truthfully speaking, he he always looked, he listened, and he always, for some reason, always had the right concept. Like if you were really feeling really bad, he'd make you feel great. (laughs) And um, I I can't tell you, maybe God blessed him in many ways that I can't can't count. But what I'm trying to say to you um, and to add to Bob's, um, you know, uh, platform on family values, um, family traditions and so forth like that, um, it, it all comes down to us, us with our children, us with our wives, us with our husbands. For the reason being is that because, uh, yeah, we all lose it. I mean, we do. We get those breaking points, and we just want to just, like, go over the edge. <laughs> but um, we got to pull ourselves back into the center um, and get focused, and we really need to, like, look and seek what's around us because, we got a lot of people in this world, and a lot of people need help, and so many people are blind to God's ways, and it's, it's not a hard, it's really it's not a hard path. I mean, it's, it's really simple. I mean, Christ left us with the most simplest, most simplest one, and that was love one another as I have loved you. And I try to see Christ in every person that's out there. And believe me, it's hard these days. <laughs> it ain't easy. And, you know, because, I mean, you've got a lot of folks with a lot of different values on things. So you look, you listen, you study, and you watch. And in all essence, what I'm trying to actually say here is that we all need to really look out for each other. And that, that's the core of what Christ's uh, mission was. Uh, Christ didn't come to save the righteous. He came to save the sinners. I mean, that's what it was about. And when you look in our world today and what society has developed into, um, I'm not saying everybody's sinners, but I think we've got a lot of lost folks out there. Because I look in church, Bob, and when I'm in church, I see how much 
the attendance has diminished. And I look at that. And the younger generation has been so misguided by so many things. And they're lost. And, I mean, they don't understand. And I try to talk to a lot of kids, and I try to make them understand a little bit. But, you know, it's hard because you've got to try to speak their language. And it's, uh, you know, we were young one time, too, and we, were, we didn't want to, like, hear what our parents had to say. But, you know, as we grew older, we started to understand, you know, the values of what they were portraying towards us. And I, I see that now in these seven years I spent with dad and mom, and I see that, what they instilled inside of me. And pray to God that as I grow older, uh, I'd be able to instill that into the children, you know, and folks, you know, that come into my life. And hopefully I'll leave that same impression that dad left with me. Amen to that. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, 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 it's hard to summarize 100 years, Bob. <laughs> it's hard. I mean, trying to yeah, compress yeah. dad and mom's life, that's actually 200 years. <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I um, man, you, you brought out some great points there, Larry, uh, 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 Gary. And uh, I, um, I, yes. I think, uh, I think that uh, you, um, you summarized it very well that uh, love comes first as far as I'm concerned. And that's why that that came from the good Lord. And he, he, uh, he blesses us with that. And then um, the idea of, of um, I think of uh, how, how our um, parents and our grand and grandparents and so forth and previous generations pass on um, various virtues that are, that are very important. Um, Correct. Uh, like the, the, you mentioned, the, the virtue of respect for people, and I think that's t- tremendously important, also. And and uh, the virtue of, of doing the right things for people, um, not only uh, uh, like like we in one of the previous uh, f- uh, programs we talked about um, um, uh, forgiveness, and it's very important mm-hmm. to forgive. And right. um, and and uh, so I, I think that's uh, that's an area that uh, we need to uh, each of us as as parents and uh, and as friends and so forth um, family members we need to pass on those kinds of things to our families and I uh, I call them the, the family traditions and the family uh, uh, relationships uh, how to relate to other people. And how to relate right. to our family members, how the siblings should rate, relate to each other, and and uh, work together and love each other and 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 uh, and, and show uh, show respect for them and and show them uh, uh, that you love them and that you uh, you sincerely want to help them, and we do that through this program also. We we uh, mm-hmm. we give people um, we offer people the opportunity to work together and to, and to help each other and to, and to help um, uh, not only help themselves and their families, but to help other people as well and to pay it forward. And that's, and that's what we do in this program. And that's what um, we've, we try to teach people and emphasize that to people because that's so important. And that, and that brings out the, uh, the cycle of appreciation because anytime I do something for someone else, they thank me and say thank you for doing that, and thank you for helping us, and and help, thank you for teaching us 
uh, like with the Spanish people, I'm teaching a lot of them uh, the English language, and and mm-hmm. they are so they're they're so appreciative of that, and uh, they're mm-hmm. not family members of mine, but they're good friends of mine. So we're we're um, we're doing that to to help them, and to help them to have a better life. Um, I'm going to bring on another guest here for a second, um, <clears throat> my friend Country Bob, Boy. Right. Can I, I think he's Bob, on. Can I just say, Bob, can I just say yeah, one go. last thing before Country Boy comes on? Yesterday I yeah, was sure, out go, in BJ's, go, B, go, BJ's go Wholesale ahead, in Allen. Yeah, I was out in BJ's Wholesale in Allentown, uh, Pennsylvania yesterday. And, um, you know, not with just in our family. I mean, just the, you could be walking in the street. I mean, just I, yeah, I'm going to the store. And there was a very large woman who couldn't walk. I mean, the woman could not walk at all. I mean, she was extremely large and she had canes and Bob I didn't even think she was going to make it from the the car to the street I mean to the sidewalk so I'm watching this and I'm watching the folks and I'm scanning the parking lot and I just said I mean I just I just I just can't see this happening any further so I I I took my cart and I ran over to her and I said ma'am please hold on to this cart and use that so you can get into the store and I will tell you at first she didn't thank me but she was like stunned, like, why is this man doing this? Because you know why she's not used. Yes, yeah, you know why she's not used to it. Like somebody actually That's went right. out of their way to help her yep. out of out of a clear blue yep. sky. And because I looked yep. at that and I said, because if that was me, I wish somebody would come to help me. But yep. strange yep. as it may be, when I was on the checkout, she looked at me and she gave me the biggest smile and said, "Thank you." And wow, that's great. I looked and that's I said, great. "Well, I." I left an impression on this lady because you know why now moving forward, she might remember what I did for her and she might see a handicapped person out there someday and say, you know, let me see if I can help that person because they're struggling and let me see what I, whatever I can do to help them. And that's all I had to say with that because it kind of flows to what you were saying. One person leaves an impression on the neck. And then that person gets inspired by it, and it leaves an impression on the next, and it becomes a domino effect. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, um, what, what you were talking about, that particular incident with that lady, mm-hmm. um, right. she, uh, you, you did what's called kindness. You were kind to her. And it's, we have a yes. program through the uh, – uh, Len Kane started through the uh, – um, through his – through his uh, program, right. with uh, right, right, uh, well, uh, called the kindness program, and um, right. it, it um, uh, through that through the Golden Rule Society, that's the name mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of, right. the Golden Rule Society, yeah. and it and it and it it teaches us and it helps us to teach other people to um, right to be kind to do kind acts and to and right. to not not expect anything in return except maybe like you said a smile or a thank you. <laughs> You know, that, and and uh, yeah, I, and that, that, I that's that's the thing to yeah. do. You know, when I, I see a veteran, when I walked out of that store. Yeah, and she smiled at me and said thank you, and I was like, wow, that's nice. You know, so I mean, yeah. so yeah. I I didn't want yeah I didn't want anything in return. I just wanted to be kind to her because you know I just felt I felt bad yeah. that she needed help, and I just I figured you know hey nobody else is doing anything, so I'm going to jump in there and help her. Yep, yep. You know, whenever I see a police officer or, or, a, vet, or a veteran, wherever I'm at, or a, or a soldier, 
um, I, I reach out my hand and I say, thank you. Thank you for serving our country or thank you for serving our community. And you, you just see a big smile on their face and they, and they say, well, thank you for that. And um, it, it's just a little small thing, uh, but, it, but it, it, makes, it helps to make their day a better day. And uh, maybe well, they will think about that. Right. Somebody said yeah. that to me yesterday. They said, thank you for your service, if they saw my veteran hat. And I said, you know, yeah. thank you, sir, for your service. I said, don't say that yeah. word, sir. I can get shot for that. Don't yeah. say that word, sir. <laughs> I can get shot yeah, right. for that. <laughs> don't do that. Okay, let's, no, but it, it, let's, it's nice that people have that respect for that. Yeah. Country boy okay, has country dropped boy. off first. Well, he's dropped off for a few minutes. Uh, sometimes he does okay. that. He gets an important call, and he has to drop off. But anyway, we have yeah. Mary with us, Mary Stanley. And Mary, how are you doing today? <laughs> good day. Normally, this is where I say good day, sir, but I don't know if that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when I wake up in the morning, I say, oh, thank you, Lord, for giving me another day. And uh, That's correct. Um, Amen. Yeah. And it's it's um, it's very important. So, so Mary, I know you're working on a lot of things at once. Um, you know, we're talking about this uh, generation um, honoring family traditions and so forth on the program today. I think that was your idea, by the way, to do that. And I I think it's a it's a great it's a great thing to do. So um, give well, us give us an exactly idea. Well, it wasn't exactly my idea. It's what. <laughs> It's what you talk about on your shows, and I just combine it into a word, in a phrase, in a title. Yeah, yeah. It's what you do every week. That's right. That's right. That's what we do. And there's a reason why we do it, because we think it's important for people to remember um, the traditions that come through their family um, and through their friends. And uh, it's a, just like the traditions that we have in the United States. There are people uh, today um, in the United States that are trying to eliminate all those traditions and trying to um, uh, bring in new new traditions that they think are important. Well, that's that's okay, I guess. But but uh, I think we need to remember remember the traditions, and and that was part of the program. Uh, the Memorial Day celebration up in Buffalo was to uh, honor the people that served and to remember how they, um, many of them, um, lost their lives because of that, uh, because of uh, they wanted to serve their country and keep a, help to keep our freedoms that we have. And uh, that's happened in many of the, the wars that have, that have um uh, uh, been been going on, but you know there's other things that uh, that are causing um, uh, our us to lose our veterans and and lose uh, the soldiers that have put their lives on the line. Uh, there's a there's a high incidence of of uh, 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 people doing of uh, soldiers uh, veterans committing suicide, and that's and that's one of the areas that we're we're concentrating on is to try to to help to reduce that. Um, and, and the kindness program is one of those things and, and helping uh, people to get uh, the benefits that they deserve through, uh, through the VA and so forth. And uh, so it's, it's a lot of, a lot going on right now in different areas, not only veterans, but uh, first responders and EMS people and others that, uh, that are um, uh, hurting today 
because of the things that are going on in our society, like defunding the police departments, uh, which I believe is uh, the wrong way to go. Um, we can make changes in the I police department. I always laugh about the defunding the police because all these people com- want to defund the police, but the minute something bad happens, who's the first person they call? <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's right. You know, when there's, when there's trouble, when there's trouble, when there's trouble, go ahead. Go ahead, whoever was trying. How you, how you guys today? I'm, I'm a Southern Baptist, and in my old church, which is 186 years old, it has history. It has heritage. It has graves that date back to 1790 and, and just rocks that have no date on them, so... Some of the Cherokee Indians in the northeast Georgia mountains were buried in my old church yard. When I went to that little old antique church, right in the front, every communion Sunday that had it etched into the wood, do this in remembrance of me. This is the body that was broken. This is the blood that was shed. We would have grape juice back in the old days. Oh, man, they used to serve us MD-2020, if y'all know what that was. So I would always sneak and give me a couple of extra shots every Sunday, and I could feel the Holy Spirit moving inside of me as a six-year-old kid. MD-2020 gave me quite a buzz. But I said that in humor, but at the same time in seriousness, History and heritage, they used to tell us as a child, if you don't know where you came from, then you won't appreciate. Did y'all hear that word? Appreciate where you're going. Joel Griffin, we still talk about his vision every day, and we call it cycle of appreciation. What goes around comes around. And if we don't appreciate, I'm changing subjects right now, watch this, veterans. And first responders, how is it that these people laid down their life and went to fight from us and came home, came home to the great grounds that we're supposed to be protecting on, and now we act like we got amnesia? The veterans are standing on the corner here in Atlanta says, I'll work for food. I drove by last night and just pulled my car to the shoulder and counted 48 people sleeping underneath the bridge, and I guarantee you over half of them was homeless. Did y'all hear that word? Homeless veterans. And we drive idly by and act like we have no appreciation for them at all. Bob, when you and I was in school. You know where that stems from? That stems from? That stems from Washington D.C. Because I'm a yes, veteran, sir. and I, yes, I, they took my they took my life insurance away from me. And and what's his name, Larry? I think from Rolling Thunder. He would know what's going on with with D.C. Yes, and the veterans. Yes, sir. And I'm telling you, I, I, say I, see, that. I see the homeless here. Yes, and Mary, with her infinite wisdom and vision, our guest on the show yesterday was people. Uh, a young lady, one of my old business partners, who's also been in business with me for well over 20 years, was talking about health insurance for people that cannot afford it. Everybody should have some type of insurance. What we're going through right now, and again, we're still talking about not losing. Did y'all hear that word? Not losing the value 
on our history and our heritage. When we talk about the veterans now, there are certain things that we have to do. It's not even optional. And anything less than helping them is absolutely unacceptable. So then this is what we're still what we're doing. Bob, I heard you say it when I first got on the show. We have no hidden agendas. We have no hidden motives on what we do. We have every intention to bless you. Ron Clayton, our president, he says it at least 10 times. If he's on the show eight minutes, he says it 10 times. Everything we do is intentional. Yeah, we have intentions on helping you in the areas that you cannot help yourself in. That's why we call it a blessing to be a blessing. So if everybody could bless themselves, if they could bless themselves, they wouldn't need our help. If everybody could build themselves a house, we would need to build uh, affordable housing for veterans and first responders. So, oh, man, I could go on and on, but I don't want to get off the subject matter that you guys were coming in on. So let me just stop and push the pause button right there back, oh, man, and send it back over to you. Okay. There's two people I want to, I want to bring on. Uh, the first one is our, our president of the board uh, of the Hope Collection, uh, Mr. Ron Clayton. Ronnie? How are you doing today? Good afternoon, Robert. Hello, hello, Optimize Your Life listeners, and thank you for being on board today. Uh, appreciate it so much. Uh, we're up here in Buffalo, New York, where it's sunny and bright and about 80 degrees today. And we may get some storms over the weekend, but it's supposed to be a good weekend. Good weekend for a cookout and a good weekend to be able to celebrate. It is the independence of our country, the creation of the greatest country on the face of the earth. And though Amen. we have issues that we're talking about that are real, that I, I just came and helped a person who doesn't have a car. I drove them to the food bank and I don't get food because they didn't have any food. And you know what's really cool? I found out that our food bank serves 200 veterans a week. They don't yep. have housing. Wow. They don't have. They get food. We have, my church holds Resurrection Life in Buffalo. Has the largest food bank in the in the whole Western New York, and we're just wow. trying to broke ground for a new million dollar facility so we can do more and better. That's not good. That's because there's problems that need to be solved. But you have to do things to solve them, and you can't just talk about it. And there's so many people on the television and the politicians. All they do is talk, 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 talk. Hey guys, let's build it like in our church. We have this problem. We need to feed more people. What do we got to do? Build a building. We have places we can get more food. I'm presenting them in a Hope Collision, a Hope Collection um, for collaboration with Jobonomics. And they have a program. We could set up a, uh, a fishery where we can um, raise tilapia and we can raise uh, other food uh, items in a special operation we can go in less than six months. And we can start feeding people and have sustainable food available for the needy. And we're going to do that. So i got to go because I have an appointment, and, uh, but I want to call in. I really appreciate the Italian. I had an opportunity to share with you guys. We appreciate every one of you because you're making a contribution to make this a better world. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you, Ronnie. God bless you. Go, Ronnie. Anyway, um, that was Ron Clayton, uh, the president of the board of the Hope Collection. Uh, he is a great leader, and he's following a lot of the traditions that Dr. Joel Griffin had, had taught us over, over the years. 
Uh, Ron and I well, have been had been friends of Dr. Joel Griffin for more than 40 years, and uh, we were um, I think it's going on 45 years now. But anyway, we uh, we just learned so many things from him. He was uh, truly blessed by the God, by our God and our leader and our, our, our God Almighty. Um, to um, to be able to pass on pass on the traditions of of, of, um, of, of what God wanted us to do um, that that were taught to us by by Jesus and were taught uh, taught through the through the disciples and and, uh, and the apostles in the in the uh, in, in the early early years of, of Christianity and they, and um, also the, the many of the, the Teachings of, of of the Jewish people through the Judo tradition, uh, Christian um, uh, ways of of, of uh, the values of doing things and the importance of different things and the importance of love and the importance of uh, of, of uh, uh, thanking God for for what it is that He's given us and and it's so important to show uh, our families that um, uh, he is the one that's in control, not us. And, and he is the one that's, uh, we need to ask if we, if we have issues in our life, we need to ask him for help and keep asking him until it comes, until it comes uh, to, to life and, and until it, uh, we, we receive uh, the blessings that, uh, that he gives us. And he gives us many, many blessings without even asking uh, the air we breathe, the, the creation, the fact that we uh, we were born, the fact that he uh, created the earth for us and created the universe for us. Um, so any, um, I'm getting a little bit off of the subject here, but um, we need to follow those traditions, the traditions from, from God, the traditions from family, and the tradition from friends. Yeah, go ahead. I want to I want to give give Mary a chance. I, I started to uh, ask her about uh, things that she uh, she was involved in and so forth. Mary, how you doing again? And um, uh, you go ahead and 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 uh, give us some more information about what what you're doing and how things are uh, uh, progressing. Hello, Mary. Mary may have her phone on mute. Okay. Oh, man, I'm still unmuted. Um, every time, and, and you're not off subject, Bob, because, again, I told you, we're broadcasting to over 90 countries in 60-something different languages. And, by the way, I don't speak Chinese. <laughs> I had about eight or ten people the other week to ask me, Oak Man, well, country boy, what do you pastor at on blog talk radio? I don't have a church, unfortunately, that I go to anymore. I was a portion of a member of New Birth, Missionary Baptist Church, the fastest-growing church in North America. We grew from 1,850 members to 62,000. Our church would seat 22,000 people. I have 10 different rooms that I run the nursery. I have 300-plus kids in my nursery every Sunday that range from three months to three years of age. I get them potty trained, get their thumb out of their mouth, and ship them off to Sunday school. Now, why am I telling you this? 
I just told you, Bob says, I'm kind of getting off the subject. No, you're not. You're right on target, sir. And I just want to let everybody know, announcement, announcement. All religions are good religions. It's the people inside of the religions that make the religions look bad. When God said it was good, saw it was good, and it was good, it's of him. If it's not good, it's not of him. You might call him Muhammad. You might call him Krishna. You might call him Yahweh. I choose to call him the divine creator. I think Oakman called him God. Some people refer to him as Jesus, the son of the all-living God. I just talked to a friend of mine just a few minutes ago. He started throwing adjectives and adverbs in my ears. He said he's the Lord of Lord and the King of Kings. Regardless on what your religion or your denomination is or who you worship, if it's good, it's of him. I just want you to know that regardless on what part of the world you're in, and if you're tuned in with us, we're about our Father's business. We have no hidden agendas. We have no hidden motives on what we do. We have every intention on blessing you. Why? Because we care. We care enough to share enough information. Oh, I forgot to tell you. We're in the information Stage and knowledge is power. We want to empower you by giving you enough information so that you'll know what you need to know in order to be able to grow and eight major categories of your life. So what we're doing here, again, old man, you've been holding up ever since you've been on the show. You've been talking about family. I don't care who you pray to, come first. Right next to whoever you say you worship, Come something called family. Now, we all operate some type of business, but an announcement for you guys that are out there running like Country Boy used to run, like I'm Superman trying to save the world, if you don't, if you put your job in front of your family, you're out of order. You're not going to be able to work enough hours. Time is money. We already know that. I'm from the country. I learned that when I was in elementary school. But you're not going to be able to trade enough of your time to make enough money to provide for your family if your family's not a priority in your life. While you're out working, your family might be falling apart. So we want to be able to assist you in the areas that you need help in. Oh, I forgot to tell you, it's a blessing to be a blessing if everybody could bless himself, oh, man, we wouldn't even need each other. Just go ahead and wave a wand of yourself and hook yourself up. And if you're not too selfish, sprinkle your family while you're at it. Everybody needs somebody to love and somebody to help them. Again, we'll show you how to be in business for yourself, but not by yourself. Last one, old man. My granddaddy's speaking now. He says, country boy, you cannot control what no one else thinks. Country boy, you cannot control what no one else says. Country boy, you cannot control what no one else does. You can only control what you do. 
So if you're out there, I want you to con- I want you to continue to practice. But I got to remind you, practice doesn't mean you get perfect. Practice means you only get better and better and better at whatever it is that you do. Here's the twist: don't miss it. Practice doing unto others before, 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 before they do unto you. Because when you give some love, you give some hope, some hope, some hope, and kindness away, eventually it will come right back to you, even if it does not come from the person that you originally gave it to. And it's no secret that what the world needs now is love, sweet love. It's the only thing that there's just too little of. Back you, old man. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, country. That was great. Um, the, uh, the one thing that came to mind while you were talking is, um, is the priorities in our lives. Um, I think it's very important for, um, uh, for parents, um, and, and not only parents, but grandparents and, and aunts and uncles and so forth, to um, talk about the priorities in life. And, and um, I think that um, the priorities need to be in order in order for us to accomplish as much as we want to accomplish. And, and the priorities, uh, I, my priorities is my God first. Um, and I, and my worshiping my God, that's the first of my priority. And, and, and maybe after that, uh, my family, um, and my wife being the, the, the top priority in the family and then my children and then, and then, um, uh, you know, and, and work and, and, uh, business and all those other things come, come later in the priorities. But I think uh, being, being a good um, uh, servant of the Lord and, and being a, a good, um, um, uh, uh, having a good, being a good husband and a good spouse and, and, and a good wife um, and, and, and loving our children and teaching them to love each other. And, and, and to work together. Uh, my mother, when she was, when she was dying, uh, my two brothers, my older brother and my younger brother, were both um, uh, always feuding with each other. Uh, any little thing would come up, they would have an argument. And, and, and mother said to them well, before she died, uh, please love each other and please help each other. And she said we can accomplish so much more if we do that. And um, I have carried that tradition on. Um, my, my older brother has passed, but my younger brother, he and I met a couple of weeks ago. He lives out in Illinois, and I live in New Jersey, but I, we went out there and visited. And, and we talked about that um, again. And he and I have shown so much love for each other um, and, and um, uh, willingness to help each other. And, and so um, just visiting him, is one area where I where I'm helping him because he lives alone, and uh, he needs to he needs to have the support of family, and and he does get some of it from of his own children. He has three children, but um, having having his brother support him also. Oh man. I'm glad you're talking about family, man, and not Cain and Abel. (laughs) 
To this very day, I can't figure out why one brother would kill his other brother. He could have went to Gilligan's Island or somewhere, went down to Hawaii fishing or something, and came back. But I just told you, my granddaddy said, country boy, he warned me, country boy, warning, warning. If you are the smartest person on your team, you need to find yourself some new team members. Why? Because eventually the people around you will compete with you. They'll become jealous of you. Over here at the Hope Foundation, we have what we call super friends. Yeah, that's what I call him. Joel said it was okay. So it was Joel, the founder of the organization. Said, I'm Country sorry, Boy, but I did not hear friends. you press at We're least four digits friendly. of your PIN number. Hello, We're super you hear me kind. Now? We work together to help bless humankind. Everybody in our Thank organization has different personalities. What happened there? Yeah. Um, Did they just connect us, Bob? Yeah, I got disconnected. I don't know what happened. But anyway, I'm back. Um, Mary, are you you there now? Yep. Sorry, I had to answer the phone. My pastor called. Okay. Um, I, I think I had cut you off before, and I'm sorry about that. Um, uh, but anyway, um, why don't you tell us what uh, whatever's on your mind right now, things that you're you're working on and, and things that you uh, are doing to improve the whole uh, the whole effort that we have here. So go ahead, Mary. Okay. So uh, we did a soft launch a couple weeks ago, and we're doing our major big launch. It's called One Flag, One Life, Unbroken Resilience. And it's an organization designed for service members and veterans struggling with mental health issues such as addiction, post-war syndrome, anxiety, depression. And through meditation, different um, frequency music, hypnotherapy, coaching, it's personalized packages for each individual um, to help and resources there, and it's little to no cost, depending on what you can afford to pay. And you are you are um, uh, qualified to work in that area. You, I think you're certified in that area, right? Correct. I'm certified in integrative behavioral health, NLP, hypnotherapy. I'm also certified in um, mental health, specializing in mental health such as trauma and dealing with um, issues when it comes to um, how your brain works and like mental health disorders. That's great. So when you speak I deal about with a lot things, of speaking from your past yeah. experiences and your and the skills that you have developed over the years, right? Correct. Yep, I've been trained so by different to, we, professionals all over the world. The reason I the reason I, I say that is because I want to I want to make sure people understand that um, uh, you're not you're not just talking uh, the the talk, but you're walking the walk. You're doing the work at the same time, and you've been involved in that for a long time. So you know you know what you're talking about, and you know how to help people. Go ahead, Mary. Oh man, that's the oh man, that's the same thing that I, I was thinking. This is not Nike talking. This is Mary. Nike talks about just do it. Mary says I've been there, 
done that and come back to help more people than what I learned by going through that experience. Go ahead, Mary. Um, I've been fortunate enough to deal with it myself. I went through post-war syndrome, anxiety, and depression when I got out of the military and went from having a community of people that understood what I went through to moving to the middle of nowhere, not having a support system at all, and started tried getting counseling help, didn't find any of that available. The only one I had available to me was a 25-year-old that said they understood what I went through, and I'm like, how the hell is that possible? You went to school, came with mommy and daddy. You have never lived life, so you don't know what I'm going through. So I trained with people like Marissa Pierce, who developed her world-renowned, world-awarded hypnotherapist and psychologist, um, David Keyes. I'm partnering with um, Van Taylor to help with a lot of the um, frequency music. Wow. You, um, it, it's obvious in all the work that you're doing that you have developed over the years the skills that, that are needed to do the kinds of things that you're doing. And uh, we, we so appreciate you, Mary. We appreciate you coming on uh, to the show. We appreciate all the work that you do to help us to uh, – uh, man, I dropped off again. You're good. I still hear you, Bob. Oh. Bob, you there? You just lost Bob again. Once in a while, we do have issues with solar flares, and it might have a lot to do with the air quality with all the fires in – um, Canada. I, I, I have it here. I'm not yeah, far Canada. from Bob. I'm about, yeah, I have, I'm about like about eight miles from Bob and I can't even see the mountain. The smoke is that bad here. Yesterday yeah, it was like that here in Minnesota. Yeah, it's terrible. I mean, last night I was talking to somebody in Easton, Pennsylvania, and he says, get ready for tomorrow. And I said, what's tomorrow? He goes, the Canadian wave. I said, Oh, not that again. <laughs> oh, no. So, yeah, I got the air conditions running for the cat because, I mean, you know, we really don't know what chemicals are in this stuff or whatever is coming our way. We don't know. Well, I know Minnesota got the warning from the Department of Health saying that um, to change your filters and clean your filters regularly because whatever's right. in this smoke and stuff can actually right. make you sick if you don't get stuff right. cleaned out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bob, you are you there? People with asthma oh, okay. have a, need to be very careful in these conditions. They need to be very careful and stay inside if you can. And the elderly people need to, to do the same kinds of things. And so uh, I, I always, always caution my family, uh, you know, and I, and I have a, I have a, um, uh, just a kind of a little, um, amusement um, from uh, from climate control I, I i would think about well what are what are the people that that are pushing climate control what are they doing to to solve this problem of the smoke coming from canada you know and uh, it just makes me makes me laugh a little bit when i think when i think about that because I, you can't control this there's no way we can control this it's it's something that's uh, that's happened. It's a natural disaster. A forest fire is, 
And um, it may have been caused by somebody, but it's a, still it's a natural it's a natural thing. And controlling it, um, the only way you can control it is by put out the fire. And um, you, you can't uh, legislate things to make it uh, to make it better. So um, it's just something that comes to mind when I think about that. Um, the the uh, uh, how, I feel how stupid it is to think about uh, man controlling um, uh, climate because man can't control climate. God controls that, and um, nature controls that. So and uh, so it's uh, it's not our um, it's out of our hands as far as I'm concerned. Um, there's things maybe we can do really. Um, to, to help, but um, we, we certainly can't be can't be in control of it. Go ahead, Mary. Even when I was the only thing we can really them. do to help it is control birds, like we used to do. Yeah. You know, yeah. one of when the only was, things we yeah. can really do is just control birds. When uh, when I was about Native Americans six, used, I used to do it. <laughs> when I, Mary, when I was about six. And my granddaddy controlled the remote control, which was a dial on the TV. You wasn't allowed to turn the TV to another channel unless you got permission. <laughs> but my granddaddy used to always, <laughs> he didn't like reading the newspaper. He liked watching the news and the weather because he was a farmer, and he was, his, everything he did was outdoor activity. So he always needed to watch the news at night to see what the weather man was predicting. But then I, as a child, I told you I never thought as a child, I would call my grandmama and say, Grandmama, if the weatherman gives the forecast for the whole week, why does he have to come to work tomorrow? And she would look at me and say, baby, they don't know what the good God is going to put down. He controls the angry sea. He controls the tide. He controls the heat. So, again, that's why we started out, Bob. We're going back again. I'm throwing you guys back into your history. What happens when you don't have a grandmama that's full of wisdom? What happens when you don't have a granddaddy that's there? What happens when they decided that they're going to take God? I don't know how they did that. Take God out of the school system. You're no longer, even if you was a veteran and you're a veteran's kid, you had to come in the classroom and they call roll call. Mary here, Oakman here, Ron Clayton here. Then they said, "We're going to all stand." It wasn't optional. I pledge allegiance to the flag, one nation under Buddha. I mean, one nation under Krishna. I mean, one nation under God. Yeah. <laughs> but see, how does one take God out of the school system? How does one eliminate God from your household? In this house, we should serve the Lord. So, Bob, these are the old kind of things that we had kind of like branded into our spirit that we wasn't willing to let go of. I know about the Old Testament. Work worked in the Old Testament and no longer worked in the New Testament. But, Bob, I'm going to kind of turn it back to you in the form of a question. What does one do nowadays to keep the family intact? What does one do nowadays to keep the family history and the heritage intact? What does one do nowadays to pass that baton on to our new generation that may not understand what their moms and dads and grandmamas went through to get them to where we are right now? I'm going to stop right there, old man. Good question. Thank you, country. 
Mary, you have anything else to add? We're about running out of time. No, I'm okay. Okay, guys, I uh, I think we're uh, we're about out of time here. Um, I, I appreciate all of the uh, input from everybody, from Gary and and Mary and the Country Boy and Ron Clayton and and I know there's some others here that. Uh, well, I'm sorry, I, I apologize for not being able to to talk with you, uh, but we will have another show tomorrow, and you can come on. And Ron Clayton will be there, and and uh, Len Kane, and they will they will talk about some great things because they always do. And uh, so I would I would recommend that uh, you come on and listen to them also, and uh, you get you get a little bit different perspective each day from from the host. And so uh, I, um, I encourage people, we, we were broadcasting five days a week, Monday through Friday. And uh, as uh, Country Boy said, uh, many countries around the world are listening in on our program. And, uh, and we have uh, a lot of people every day coming on and listening. Um, you can dial in by dialing in to 714-816-4686. That's 714 714-816- Four six eight six, and we will welcome you onto the show. And uh, you can talk if you want to. If you don't want to talk, just listen. And uh, we um, we don't exclude anybody. Everybody is welcome. And um, so uh, come on and bring a friend, and we'll be happy to to talk with you if you wish, and talk about what it is that you need help with. Okay. So uh, as I said, I want to thank everybody that's participated today. And I want to wish you all a, a good day. And um, if you can, stay out of the smoke. <laughs> Try to stay inside if you can. And um, you all um, have a great day. And, and God bless you all, and God bless America. This is Bob Oakley, and I'm signing off from the, from the radio show. Okay, that sounds good, Bob. Everybody have a safe and healthy and happy Fourth of July weekend. Amen to that, too. Right. Yep. God bless everybody. You too, country boy. Bye-bye. You too, Mary. Hey, Bob. Bye-bye. Love you guys. Bye-bye, Mary. Hey, Ariana. (laughs) All right, everybody. (laughs) Okay. All right. All right. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.